Hello, everybody. I'm Michael. Hi, I'm Christian Warren. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. And welcome to Work Love Balance. The podcast. Hey, so today we got somebody special. Well, we got two people two. that's actually special Yes. Today. We have Pilar and Brandon, a.k.a. Peasy and Breezy, joining, <laughs> joining us on this episode. How are y'all doing? Welcome to the show. Welcome. Hey. What's up, world? Thanks for having us on here. We're good. <laughs> considering, all considering. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah, seriously. So this is, I'm like happy to be chatting with you, Pilar and Brandon, because Pilar has been one of my nearest and dearest. And so this is kind of like an interesting switch up us recording an episode together with our bays. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so Brandon and Pilar are lovebirds. And I wanted you guys just to like kind of share how did you two meet? Okay. We met in the most 2020 way possible. Actually, I feel like we met in like a little bit like of like a 2015 kind of way because we met on <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> And Tinder's pretty dead now, so <laughs> it was a miracle. Um, I'll just tell it from my perspective, and I'll let him tell it from his. Okay. So I was, like, pretty jaded, you know, had, like, been in and out of, like, relationship drama, you know, with an ex, and I was dating. I had just moved to D.C. Um, last July, and I was like testing the dating waters. I was just having like a lot of, you know, bad luck basically. And I had pretty much decided, I was like, I'm not even decided, but I, I just didn't even see love or anything in the cards in 2020. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's no way. So anyways, I was literally just so bored. And I just, I, I'm not, I hadn't really been on Tinder. I don't, I stopped using Tinder like a long time ago and I re-downloaded Tinder. I swiped on a few people and Brandon was the only person, I mean, I matched with, you know, thousands, of people, thousands of people. No, I'm just kidding. You know, I was out here, I was in these streets, you know, I was, you know, you know, no, but, um, you know, I had like, you know, a few matches, you know, here and there, but uh, Brandon was like the only one that I really had spoken to. And um, he just looked cool in his pictures. He looked cute. I was like, okay, I could, I could, I could work with this. So, uh, <laughs> That's how it starts. Yeah. That's how it starts. And yeah, we matched and we made plans to meet up and we met up um, like the week. So I, okay, so COVID happened the Wednesday. We got an email saying, don't come back to work on a Wednesday. Brandon and I went out on our first date like that Saturday. Wow. And (laughs) we were like, we... We did all the things you should not have done that weekend. We went to a hookah lounge. (laughs) (laughs) We did life on the edge. We were living life on the edge. We went to a hookah lounge. The next day, he was like, "You want to hang out again?" I was like, "Yeah." And we went to a buffet, also very dangerous. Wait, a buffet? (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> a, br- a breakfast brunch type place. Yeah. yeah. That's a like brunch the best place, place to go. Oh, you want to do brunch? Go well, during like a pandemic. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> People breathing all over the food, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But yeah, and uh, that's how we met. So I'll leave it there. That's that's the meeting story from my perspective. Okay. All right, all right. Perspective number two. <laughs> and see, from my perspective, I'm similar to Pilar where I'm looking at Tinder. I'm like, man, it'd be a miracle to meet anyone on this app. So I had been on Hinge before and I got some dates here and there, but the chemistry never quite lined up with anyone I had went out with. And then I just so happened to, I'm like, all right, let me just look through Tinder and see what's going on. And I had just left church and I was on my way to Annapolis to eat brunch and I was swiping it and I came across Pilar's profile and I said, wow, okay, this, this is something right here. Let me, uh, I gotta say something. So <laughs> normally you match with people, you gotta play it cool. You don't say anything right away. Right. But I saw her, I, I was like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> I don't even remember the initial message, but I knew in my head I had to say something right away. Oh and so God. she said, yeah, she said she was going on a hike that day. So I'm oh, like, gosh. oh, okay. <laughs> and um, how'd it go there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I said, you know, I'll, let's, we should go on a hike a different day or a different time. And she inadvertently <laughs> thought that I met that same day. And she was like, well, I'm actually meeting up with someone to go on a hike right now. And then she reread it. She's like, oh, wait, you said a different time. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah, I invited him to join the hike in like two hours. I was like, yeah, yeah, come on this hike in like two hours. And I reread it. I was like, oh, that's not what he said. <laughs> yeah. Correct. He said like next weekend, yeah. not two hours from now. <laughs> but yeah, it was like she said, we met. And we, I joke about it now. I tell people all the time, I said, if we didn't go out that specific weekend before we really knew what COVID meant, we probably wouldn't have even gotten to go out. Man, that, that weekend was divine, man. Yeah, for sure. But that's me. Like, with Tinder and dating apps, I'm like, let's meet up, like, tomorrow. Like, I'm not about to chat with nobody for, you know, two weeks or no time. Like, we need to meet up because I just that's just not my thing. I, I'll, like, stop texting someone on Tinder after a couple of days. Yeah. So we need to, like, make plans and mm-hmm. then, you know, go from there. But that, yeah, that definitely leads into, like, our, curi- our curiosity. Like, so describe that initial, like, face-to-face when you go from, like, you swipe and you select. And then you see them face to face, like, explain that experience. Okay. So, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've told Brandon this before. He was super aloof. Like, he walks in, first of all, he was late. (laughs) Yeah. How late? Like, five minutes? No, like 20, 20 to 25 minutes minutes late. Okay. It was a minute. It was. I remember that. And this was like the time and place that he chose. I'm going to just also say that. (laughs) So, (laughs) but anyways, you know, I'm like, you know, whatever, I'm chill. So um, I'm like waiting and he comes in and he was like hella aloof. Like he's, he wasn't like, hey, you know, nice (laughs) to meet you on Brandon. He was just like, sup. I was just like, okay. And like, normally like i'm used to like you know on dates the guys like once like gives you a hug like hey you know like, they're like that or whatever brandon was just like suck and like he just sat down i was just like okay oh, wow. so um but i thought he was very cute and 
Um, I think, you know, when you're dating, mm-hmm. online dating, you tend to uh, have like a lot of judgments and stuff, you know, yeah. cause you don't actually know this person versus like, oh, this is my coworker who I've been getting to know for like the last year, you know, six, seven months or whatever this person I went to school with. Like you don't know this person. So it's so easy to like have like a lot of judgments and stuff. Mm. And that's yeah, yeah and that's how it it's interesting because I feel like even like flashback to 2010 when Michael and I were dating, like there weren't apps or anything, but there were still some judgments, like yeah. just so we're clear. I think, so I think it's funny because it's like you had your perspective of Brandon. I know, like, when Michael and I went on our first date, I didn't even know we would have another date after that because our first date was a little bumpy and so it wasn't like this perfect like click of a date like I'm talking about our first first date when we met at how did you meet we met at the story is so complicated because I feel like we have like two different versions of how we met it's but definitely two different versions. I think here's how I think we met because the interesting <laughs> thing is like there wasn't Instagram or anything to time stamp how we met. So sometimes it's just us like piecing together like, oh, this must have been the real reason. But we both worked at Up Against the Wall. Um, and Michael, we didn't know each other when we both worked at Up Against the Wall. But I knew of him. But you're saying you didn't really know of me. Right? Is that the story? <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I mean... feel like. I feel like I knew who Michael was. He didn't really know who I was when he worked at Up Against the Wall. But then Michael left Up Against the Wall to work at 5-4 Clothing. And so when I got a job as like a regional visual merchandiser, I started doing collaborations with Michael's company at the time. Um, And so I would like go up to the office. And one time I went up to his office And Michael was like, oh, hey, you know, what's up? So you kind of knew me because you said what's up to me. And so he hit me with his business card. He said press pause. Press pause, press pause. Let me just chime in. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I did. So I just want to back up. No, I didn't know of you. I didn't know of you, I think, when you may have first seen me. I didn't know of you, but I knew you from coming into the store. So when you showed up, I knew who you was because I was probably already peeping game. Like I saw, okay. you know, you kind of doing your thing with your visuals and all that. So when you came into the into the office, I was like, "Oh, I know you." Yeah, and you would hit me with the business card, like you yeah, know, if you up. need, you know, <laughs> if you need anything, hit me up. And so I was just kind of like, "Oh, okay." And fast forward, we went on like a date. You asked me to asked me out to like dinner so we met at this skip the whole thing but we it's not about us it's about i mean to be honest she had on some shorts when i went back to the store oh my god (laughs) she had on some shorts and i was like oh okay oh you're talking about okay pilar this was when it was Angela's birthday I think and so Angela was having like a birthday celebration at what's that restaurant the roadhouse I don't know I forgot the name it's like off of sunset saddle ranch saddle ranch 
Oh, okay. And so yeah. Michael came into Up Against the Wall. He was looking real, real cute, real fly. And so he approached me. And so I was like, oh, if you're not busy later, meet us at the Saddle Ranch. And you didn't really, you ended up not really meeting us at the Saddle Ranch, but we ended up going on our like first date to this like seafood restaurant. And at the end of the date, which I think I thought the conversation stuff was flowing pretty well. But then at the end of the date, Michael was like, so when the bill came, he was like, so do you want to go in half or like, how do you want to do this? And so I was like, what? And you know me at the time, Pilar. I was very yeah. I already know. Miss, miss independent <laughs> on my neo tip with my Ford oh, Focus man. and my little job. And so I was like, oh no. I was like, do you want me to pay for this dinner? Like I, I was so offended for so for some reason. And so after we split the bill, and after we paid for our respective meals. Michael was like, it's such a nice evening. Would you like to take a walk? And I was like, no, you know, you could just walk me to my car. And then two years later, <laughs> I got ghosted. I didn't hear from her for like two years. No, not two years. No, I'm just playing. But anyway, no, I mean, I think that's, <laughs> I mean, that, that's how, that's definitely, that's definitely the gist of it. But it's funny now to like listen to it in retrospect. And then when we talk about like judgments and stuff like that. So even though it wasn't through, like a like an app or anything like that. Those judgments like come up like later. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. So it's not like you going into situations like back then, like with judgments. It's like they'll come up like later based upon like actions or anything like that. So I think to some degree, like from a tender perspective, is like you can get all that out the way, and then if you meet them and then they cool, like Brandon and Pilar, then you get all that stuff out the way. Do you, you know do you even think as far as like the timing of when you guys like first started dating, like if you'd started dating in 2010 versus 2020, do you feel like there would even be a difference within your dynamic? I don't because when Pilar describes that initial meetup where I was kind of just, what's up? In my head, she stood up to hug me right away and I was caught off guard. I'm like, wow, most people around here aren't that warm. It's just kind of rare to come yeah. across in this area. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of put uh, aback by it. I was like, whoa. Like, But in my head, I was thinking at the time, that's really dope that she's this open and this warm. And I said, maybe it's a West Coast thing. You got to be the Cali thing. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cali. She, she sees me now. She says, you know, you would fit in with folks in Long Beach. You kind of had that laid back type vibe. Oh yeah, he definitely oh, is. Oh, that Long Beach vibe? Oh, <laughs> he definitely went to Long Beach Poly in a past oh. life. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Because Brandon, you're from D.C., right? Yeah, I grew up in uh, PG County, so that's about 10, 15 minutes outside D.C. Oh, wow. That's dope. Do you, Pilar, like, do you feel like there would be a difference on your end or not really? Me in 2010? Oh, I mean, like, um, in terms of what? Like our connection? Yeah. Or would we? Um, I don't even know. I don't relate to myself for that time. <laughs> but I mean, you know what? I will say this. Me and Brandon are so similar mm-hmm. in like so many ways. Like our our energy, our personality, the things we like to do. So I imagine that we would have met 
and still had like a lot of similarities in common and, you know, probably still would have hit it off. But um, yeah, I don't know. I really can't say like what I would have done, but I, I do believe that like me and Brandon are like uh, very, very similar people. Awesome. Oh. So you think you would have, you would have swiped left? I don't even know what the terminology is. Left, swipe left, <laughs> swipe right on me or you would have what do we is this swipe right i guess it's swipe right when you like match the words yeah. Right or, yeah like in 2020 would you give me a boy i would give you a swipe right in a little message <laughs> <laughs> so emotional <laughs> hard eyes there you go hard eyes <laughs> yeah i definitely i would have definitely liked brandon back then for sure yeah I, I I think too like there's something special and like hmm. just timing because that's true. It it really whether it's like now or later, it's just that timing to me always seems so divine. Because even when Michael and I started dating, I did not think I was like nowhere near ready for a, rela- a relationship, let alone like a serious one. But then it's like when Michael came into my life it like completely changed my perspective because I could relate to you Pilar where it's like past relationships weren't the best at all so it was like my perspective was just very different in that time so um well I think it's like what Brandon said too I think I'm just listening from what Brandon's perspective about just kind of being caught off guard from how Pala's approach was and, you know, my approach for whatever it's worth, you know, like a little not my approach about, you know, going at you differently, not trying to be too forthright or whatever. Obviously, there's some chauvin, <laughs> you know, you can be a chauvinist <laughs> if you want, but that was just my mentality at that particular time, you know, going through uh, you know, yeah, just dating in LA. I mean, I, I'm not going front. I mean, you, you guys, you Michael said know. Michael said he was given too many free meals. So I was the first. I was the first girl <laughs> that he had asked. Yeah. That was the first date that he had experimented on this. Let's go half. Man, so. it cost me two years. It cost me two years. <laughs> but uh, I gained a lifetime, though. I gained a lifetime. Yeah. So, but so now that you guys are in twenty, we're in twenty twenty now. You guys are coming together. You guys are entrepreneurial you guys are professionals like how do you guys work love and balance now wait let me just can i just go back to what we, you uh, the question earlier i don't i'm like really glad i didn't meet brandon in 2010 because like i wouldn't have been ready and like how i approach it now like we know that we want to like be married and like i feel like, i say this openly like i really think that brandon is the one and i think like we both feel that we're going to get married soon. So like, that was not my mentality. Like in when I was 23, mm-hmm. you know, like not even close. I think the relationship would have been so ruined. And I feel like that's what's so special about us now in 2020 is that we're just so ready, you know, like so ready for each other. And I think that's why I kind of cringe at the thought <laughs> of knowing yeah. Brandon at 23. Like it yeah. literally turns my stomach <laughs> to think like, oh my God, like, yeah. no, I did not want to meet Brandon when I was 23. Like I wanted to meet Brandon like that's today. Real. So, honest, man. How you feel about that, Brandon? Putting you on the spot, yeah. man. Yeah, 20, 
2010 was the year I graduated college. Yeah. So I had just moved back home. I just got my job with this nice salary. So I probably was in the same boat. I was probably out here just trying to have fun or not thinking about the long term right, right. as far as relationship goes. But I feel the same way. I feel like I've gone through myself a lot of relationships and I've had my battle scars to where now I'm at this point where I feel so much love for Pilar and I definitely see us getting married soon. And I'm just I always telling her I'm so grateful that even through the struggles I've gone through, I've learned so much through those and it's prepared me for this moment now. Yes, I love y'all. Yeah. I'm over here like cheesing and <laughs> so hard right now. Like the best, it's like the first in a work love balance, but no, nah, we love it, man. We, you know, that's 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 awesome. real. I yeah. I appreciate you sharing that because that's that's true, and it's such a a key component to like a healthy relationship. Because mm-hmm. and you guys, honestly, like, and I, you know, I prior to meeting Brandon was just so like anti, just like anti-seriousness you know like I had never really taken any relationship seriously and never really cared to and then Christian this is just like a little bit personal but you know like you and I hadn't spoken for like a long time and we just recently reconnected Mm -hmm. in December and so when I left you when we left each other you were just getting married and that was like the end of us for like a long time for like almost a decade right and so reconnecting with you well you know we've talked about this so we can talk openly you know but like at that time because you and Michael got married like hella fast I was very like judgmental about it I was like how can you marry someone you just met you're like so young this is just a huge mistake and we fell out over it right and so um what I shared with Brandon like a few months a couple months ago was like how reconnecting with you and seeing like how amazing you and Michael are together it just re it it opened my mind to the possibility of like meeting a person and just knowing that they're the one and just going with it you know like that thought never crossed my mind that I would meet someone and already within like a few months like pretty much know what we're doing like I've always been the type I could like date someone for like a year two years three years before we even like need to like if I'm even personally thinking like where is this going you know so um like when you and I reconnected and like I met Michael and I met your children and all this stuff like it just really opened my mind to like the world of possibilities and so I really thank you like both of y'all for like even like planting the seed just a few months before I met Brandon and I just feel like that was also a part of the plan, Girl, you, you know. To have me crying over here, because you know, you know, when we when we like reconnected, that was like, like our friendship was meant so much to me. So that was like a hard season. Like even though we went a minute without talking, it was like hard. Like it was like a big breakup for me. And so when I like saw you, when we reconnected, it was just like such an instant like reconnection. Like I was just so happy and it was such a healing moment for me personally, just to like, for us just to be able to just like have that communication. Cause I know we had been like following each other on the gram, but we hadn't had like that little face to face, you know, conversation that we needed to have and so 
Um, and like, I appreciate you sharing that because like you said, we were so young, like when I first got married and it's like, you knew, and thank God Instagram and stuff was not popping before I got, (laughs) because she knew this like different dynamic of me as, you know, a friend. And of course you're being like protective as a friend and you're just being, you know, mindful of, of me and where I currently was within that state. So it was kind of like a little switch because it's like, I was like clubbing and Michael laughs when I say this, popping bottles and models. Girl, <laughs> and let then, it go, let it go. I know, I need to just let go of those <laughs> but, um <laughs> But then it's like, once I met Michael, it was like such a shift. And I think it was like really hard to, grasp when it's like how did you just go from this dynamic to now you're like in love and you want to get married and you want to spend the rest of your life with this man and so and I was just like so in love with Michael and I still am but it's it's real and um I'm glad I'm glad you shared that Pilar because hopefully it could like speak to whoever's listening too yeah I mean true that man I'm I'm over here, got a little misty <laughs> over here, but uh, but you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's honestly, it's humbling, I think, and just kind of knowing and learning why we set out on this journey in the first place, it just comes like full circle, like man, like you know, we're on the right track. I think you guys are on the right track, and that's what it's about. I mean, we, I mean, we we've, we've seen a lot, so we want we want everybody to win, you know. So absolutely, you know, we want folks to win, so. And I think that's what that's what it's about, what we're trying to do, you know. Yeah. Well, when it's when it's um, our wedding, we'll make you some custom little DC proper. <laughs> yeah, I love you, DC. Sponsored <laughs> yeah. by DC proper. DC proper. <laughs> you two each have podcasts. Which will you guys like record or do a podcast together? But before I get into that, I did want to like ask you guys to share your podcast and what it's about um and what platforms it's so on. my one of my uh, very very great friends um asia she's at lipstick coco on instagram um we have a podcast called coco and pz shoot the ish and um <clears throat> We just talk about, um, we talk about pop culture, current events, and Twitter. So we'll talk about the three different subjects that fall in each category. It's just like a fun thing. It's not too heavy. Um, we started this actually like in the middle of the pandemic. We just recorded our and released our 12th episode. So um, it's been pretty fun. We've been consistent, which is like the yeah. thing I'm most proud of. But it's every episode, I just think yeah, it's so hilarious. It's so but that's I love just- listening to you. <laughs> you guys yeah. and you also spit facts too on the podcast i know it's like pop culture but then you also you know have some little true deep moments that i feel like we need to digest as a culture as well which i appreciate um but y'all have me cracking up whenever i listen to your podcast yeah it's super fun. I really like doing it. And it's available um, on all uh, platforms, all right? Yeah, I'd say so. Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, and SoundCloud. Oh, so be sure be sure to check out Pilar's podcast. And then Brandon, a.k.a. Breezy, can you share your podcast? 
Sure. We just started it and did our first two episodes within the last two weeks. And it's called P. Oh, yeah. It's called PG Unruly Presents the Current Culture. So it's myself and three of my best friends from here. We grew up together in PG. So I've been knowing them for probably about 15 years now. And so we we have so many funny conversations and we all talked about it. And it's so rare for people to keep in contact yeah, for that amount bad. of time these days. So, I mean, it's been a blast and feedback we're getting already is just people hitting us up saying, yo, the chemistry is so amazing. And I always joke, I say, I would hope so. We've known each other for 15 years. Yeah. But yeah. Oh. And um. I was going to say you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes. Uh, yeah, I just checked it out. Well, I'm looking forward to listening to my couple of episodes. Make sure I subscribe you know, yes. to you guys and definitely want to, you know, support and show love on that, too. Um, well. Similar to Pilar's podcast, just a lot of current events that are going on. And we throw in sports, music, um, any political events, major events of that nature. And we just try to cover the gambit of anything impacting right. black Speaking sports. Are you uh, are you pro the bubble or anti bubble? And everybody <laughs> should stop playing. I so I'm my answer on this is complex because before the bubble came back, I actually wanted the players to take a stand and not play mm-hmm. the games. I thought the momentum we had as a community needed mm-hmm. to be kept up. And I love LeBron James, but I know how bad he wants this ring and he wants to win it for Kobe. So it's so nuanced. And I know part of him probably would say, we shouldn't play. We should keep going with this movement. But the other part says, I got to play. I got to get this ring. I'm older now. I'm in the latter stages of my career. And I can still make a difference even while playing. So... Now with the bubble going on, I see the Black Lives Matter on the court. Players are kneeling and speaking out after the games. And I got to say, the games have been so competitive. It's almost like college in a way where I haven't seen seen NBA games like this in years where, like you said, they're just playing for the pure love and joy of the game. Like Dame dropped 50 today. It's just stuff like that is going on. And it's been special. I I wonder, I I was like, asking Michael like I wonder if LeBron kind of hooked it up within his contract like in order for me to play we got to do this whole movement like the right way well like if he had some influence on that I think I think it's probably a couple of things I mean from what I've come to understand is that uh, I I heard some rumblings about the WNBA actually taking some of those you know stands uh prior to what I heard about the NBA I'm not sure if they were doing it at the same time but I know they would definitely out there looking to change up their jerseys, you know, kind of put the message out there as well. Um, so I guess, you know, it was good to see that taking light on the NBA as well. And I think, you know, as Brandon said, I do feel like the guys that are playing, like they're playing for like higher purposes, but they still are yeah. cognizant of the times. And I think that's what you need. You know, you need those two voices. And it's not that those voices can exist. Like, hey, we don't need to play, but hey, we do need to play. And bring light to certain things. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think both are valid um, perspectives. Yeah. But back to you guys. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a small question. But, you know, like you said, you know, like I said before, you guys got a lot going on. So how do you guys approach, 
you know, balancing your lives now, you know, with the relationship, with the ambitions that you guys have of, uh, you know, a life in the future together? How, how do you approach and it? And your careers, and your, your career. nine to five careers, too. I know, I know I can say this and Pilar will probably agree. And that light, COVID has been a blessing. I mean, so sorry for all the people sick and that are catching it and passing away. And that's unfortunately the mm-hmm. worst side of that coin. On the other side of the coin, it's the pandemic itself has forced a lot of us to slow down in life. And our lives are just as far as going to work every day. I telework three days a week and go in usually twice. So my life has slowed down a ton from where it was before the pandemic. Yeah, I, I, this, for our love to blossom during the pandemic is just such a blessing. I showed him my trips for the year. (laughs) Like right when I met Brandon, (laughs) I had so many trips planned. I would have been gone, I think, every weekend or every other weekend like starting from like the weekend I met Brandon so you know we wouldn't have had any time to spend together plus you know my work I was exhausted like just going to work like not not that my job itself is exhausting but um just like the commute you know I was like taking a I was like driving to um a certain location walking a mile to the train, mm-hmm. getting on the train, mm-hmm. crowded. You know, I would, go, I would come home yeah. and just be so tired. And like, there was no way I was about to call call this guy <laughs> up. Let's talk tonight, you know what I'm saying? Like, so maybe like, I, I really feel like, you know, we really wouldn't have gotten to spend like a lot of quality time versus the way that yeah. it is like, now. Like we just like work and like, we work from home together. We telework together on Mondays. And so, um, you know, it's just, like just the fact that we're able to yeah. do this Clear now, at least for the most part where you can just focus on each other and you, you, of course you still have time for your work and your other goals. But to your point, QR, like you were basically booked, <laughs> booked to travel for mm-hmm. most of the years. So that would have been yeah. a completely different dynamic if things were normal. Totally different. Wow. And um, what was I going to say? Oh, also just like not having really any social life, social life outside of each other. Like we pretty much both committed like to not really going around a whole lot of folks. And so, um, you know, we really just like we don't have the distraction of like, you know, brunches and stuff. friends hitting yeah. us up on the weekend. Yeah. Like come yeah. hang out. Like we pretty much have just only been with each other Man. since March. That's real. I was, um, just talking about that we today. were just talking about that. Cause you know how Michael and I, we decided because of everything to relocate to California. And I was like, it's actually, you know, it's less pressure moving back because it's like we can kind of get settled and figure things out and you know because there's nothing else to do right now like we're just at a standstill so well no I like um but yeah I like what Brandon said initially too was that about slowing down I mean that was a revelation I got the other day about you know just slowing down and sometimes I have to keep reminding myself to do that too and then when you talk about Pilar your commute like you got to drive. You got to catch a train. I think about me and Christian in, like, New York and New Jersey. Oh, it was just like, yeah, we wouldn't see each other until, like, 
eight o'clock or without other people. Like it'll be so many people around us throughout the day. Like by the time we get to see each other, man, we're like exhausted. So I think yeah. you know there are there are some lights, uh, you know, in this darkness, and and, and we're glad that you guys have found it and enjoying this and season enjoying too. too. Yeah, we really are. We're like I feel that we're taking extra extra advantage of it, and we talk about it a lot. Like man, like it's not mm-hmm. always going to be this way. I mean, with our current leadership, it might be, but. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Lord willing, oh, like man. life will return and, and at some point. But yeah, we just think about like it's just such a blessing just to really focus on each other. And yeah, you know, like even um I feel like with dating in this modern times, like going back to that theme, like usually it's like you know, you're talking to a couple people or you're like dating someone seriously, but you're still on Tinder, you know, swiping to see what else. And it's like when COVID happened, like that pretty much stopped, you know, it's like, I didn't meet nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> so, we on like Tinder and stuff now. Like, have you been tested oh, yeah, for COVID? With- <laughs> right 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 what's your fever you got a temperature (laughs) you should have to take your temperature yeah temperature check to log in right right. little system update now give um you know uh folks in your current situation like what what lesson have you gleaned from that you uh like to share with folks that are out here trying to work love balance newbies oldies man take advantage of this moment to be creative and um i say that to say I've probably explored more parks in this area than I have. And I grew up here in my 33 years on this planet. So with with the pandemic, restaurants are closed, hookah lounges, all the typical date ideas people would typically go for aren't available per se. So it's allowed us to think outside the box and just really have fun exploring the area. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Just, this is such a great time like to transform your life and transform your mindset from, you know, just like the thing, like, I feel like people are so stuck. Like, I don't even think people really enjoy hookah lounges. I don't think they really enjoy the club, but they just can't think of what else to do. You know, (laughs) like you be looking at your friends, they yawn and no one's dancing. I'm like, are you having fun? Like, this can't be fun. You know, y'all not smiling. You're on your phones. Like you clearly aren't enjoying this. Nobody is, but you can't open up your mind to think what else would you do on a Saturday, but be at this day party or be on this rooftop or whatever. (laughs) That's so many facts. That is so so many facts. It's so funny. Oh my gosh. No, I, I that advice is real. And I even remember having like a conversation with you, Pilar, like a, a month back or so. And I was kind of like in this space where I felt like I was just at a, a pause, but you were kind of like, maybe you should allow yourself to have a pause and just game plan what life would look like for you or what your agenda might look like for you when you pick up again. And I was like, Hmm, like you're right. We don't just have to constantly occupy ourselves with doing something. Sometimes it's just, it's just great to be present um, and just be still and reflect and pace ourselves. So um, that was like, that was some, 
gym advice that you share with me. And I, to this day, like I wrote it down in my notebook, like in my journal. And I was like, just pace myself. That's it. Um, so thank you, Brandon and mm-hmm. Pilar for, for sharing. Wait, that. can I just say something? Okay. So what I had shared with Brandon a few, cause we've, you know, I honestly, I feel like me and Brandon like talk to each other a lot about like our past and that's been something that I just feel like I have so many stories to tell him that I never really think to tell people. I'm like, oh, did I ever tell you that time <laughs> when I was walking down the street in college? <laughs> but I'm like, I like have all this history. I'm like, I have to tell Brandon that this thing happened to me. I love that. But um, we always talk about just like our families and things that we've gone through. And so this is how I came to DC. I, you know, went to law school with intentions of like being a do good attorney, wanted to do like public interest, civil rights work, didn't work out. I was in um, private practice doing healthcare law. I'm sorry, just doing like um, commercial litigation stuff, like slip and falls and car accidents, blah, blah, blah. I hated it. Got fired from this firm and needed a job. So a friend hooked me up at another firm doing healthcare litigation and um it was like so gross i hated it It was like nursing home litigation specifically (laughs) it was like bed sores and this old lady fell and they're suing us and i was like oh my god this is so terrible but anyways you know like so this is like a five year of like working in like dead-end firm jobs in my opinion and applied my boss made me mad one day i applied to a job like at 7 p.m. A, a job here. I was not on the job search. This is just a job that came across my like my laptop. Applied to it. They called me the next day. And like, t- you know, two months wow, later, I like moved to quick. D.C. And my grandmother. Yeah, my grandmother lives here. So my grandmother lives also in PG County. And she's always lived here like my whole life. I mm-hmm. This is kind of like my home. You know, it's like the place that's always been home. It's always been here. Like my grandmother's house is like the one stable element in my life and so I come and I'm living with my grandma and you know I meet Brandon and we find out that both of our like aunt, not ancestors but like our our grandparents and stuff are from like this small place in North Carolina wow. called like Duplin County what? like our very very yeah, <laughs> yeah. very two like small Whoa. towns find out like Brandon Brandon grew up like around the corner from my grandma's house. Talk about um, destiny, man. And, mm-hmm. and his cousins had like cut down what? a tree in my grandma's yard. And like she has the paperwork to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> and like all these like parallels, you know, like I'm just going to connect this to y'all. Like I had told Brandon, I was like, you know, our lives have been like on this parallel track this whole time. And like, just because of like destiny and things, like I ended up back here. Yeah. Like where you are. And like, we've probably been like passing each other on the streets, passing each other on the roads, you know, and stuff like our whole lives and like never knew it. And like finally met and Michael on your last podcast, you guys said, you said, you know, you and your, you were talking like people who are married, like you're, you know, your life was always, have always been intertwined until the point that you met. 
and me and Brandon were listening to that and we we're like, wow. Like, I was like, that's exactly like what we said that about is each so other. Beautiful. So, man, like, you- it was literally destiny for you two to meet at, at the exact time and year and date that you two met and connected on. Like, that's so beautiful. Like, man. you bet your, your grandmother knows his family members. Like, you guys are, that's like, such a story, man. Man, you took a deep, man. So many emotions in this episode. I know. Man, you guys took me for a little roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're like legit over here, all reflective. I like know. I'm staring off into the to the wall. Like, oh, man. I know. Check my, check that's so on. beautiful. Nah, that's beautiful, man. Nah, we. Man, we just. I'm happy for you guys. I know. I'm sorry. You know, we're rooting for you too over here. So I'm. We're just. We're just really happy. So we definitely, uh, yeah. Yeah, in, in Duplin County, I was gonna say her folks are from Keenansville, and mine are from Rose Hill. So we looked it up on the map, and I gotta say they're only a couple miles apart. To the point where I was like, "Yo, we gotta make sure we aren't cousins or something yeah. crazy." <laughs> I definitely was like, what are your people's names? Okay, right, let me right, talk right. to my grandma. Because <laughs> <laughs> Brandon and I kind of look I'm alike. Like, so like, compatible. I, I never picked up like y'all look like, you know, relatives, but you two look very compatible. Like you, you both complement each other very well. And even just like, speaking to you both like i definitely feel the love from over here yeah definitely so oh thank you so much for just like chatting with us and and just keeping it real and And giving us wisdom too yeah for sure because i mean we're we're forever learning like (laughs) it's it's like never a stage where no one can say that they've learned everything that they need to know to work love balance whatever navigate life so you know i i definitely appreciate this conversation i know michael does too we'll probably have a little chat like after this yeah like, we have oh, a little five chat yeah. but we can't wait because i know i know you two will be like visiting <laughs> here soon and then who knows when we'll be in dc so i'm looking forward to us yeah. just connecting too um course hopefully in like better times like when we come to dc we can like actually i don't know i know pilar you over the hookah lounge like i know (laughs) but we can have like a picnic or something yeah we could could do something we could figure something out but no thank you nah thank you thank you um peasy and breezy Yeah, give us um and, and so much, I'll give you socials and your podcast one more time. That'd be great. Okay, um, I have a private Instagram page, but you can find me on Coco at Coco and PZ on Instagram. That's a public page where I am available for the masses, and that's where my podcast is parked. If you add me, I probably will not add you back on my personal page, but uh, feel free to follow us on the Coco and PZ page. Yep, and for me, that's on Instagram at PG Unruly, and that's all together, just PG Unruly.
Oh man, what an episode. Thank you all for listening to Work Love Balance Podcast. We thank you, Pilar and Branding, for joining us and giving your insight to what life is like in this new age of dating world, but the benefits that can come from that. So we appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you for following us. Continue to follow us at alifewelldressed.com, AOWD Company on Instagram. And then you can also obviously catch us at Work Love Balance Podcast on Instagram. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Thank you.